Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to a brand new week on Australia's number one daily sports news podcast, The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Monday, the 19th of June. Today, the Dragons set to play hardball as a star eyes the exit. Australia's newest superfish claims her biggest scalp yet. And to finish, some good news as Michael Jordan is set to get richer. But first... From Sydney, Australia, the popular and undefeated Australian face of boxing, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Tim Zoo. Even with a world title to his name, there was a sense that the broader boxing community still didn't take Tim Zoo seriously. Sure, he'd beaten some solid fighters, but ultimately, he's still just Costa Zoo's son. Just a little boy. But yesterday on the Gold Coast, Tim Zoo showed the world that not only do they need to take him seriously, they should be very, very afraid. And he's punching with fire early here. And that is Hurta Campo. The Mexican in trouble early. A barrage from Zoo. This is going to be over in first round. Don't worry about the dogfight. Tim Zoo is in a destructive mood today. Despite having his preparation for the fight interrupted by a dog bite that required surgery, Zoo needed just 90 seconds to end his fight against Mexico's Carlos Ocampo. Zoo has his measure. Right hands pouring through. Ocampo leads. What risk? What risk? He's the sole taker. He's the risk taker. But he is the real deal. He's Tim Zoo. Ocampo had only been stopped once before in his 35-win career, but yesterday he didn't even lay a glove on Zhu, who fired off 14 shots of his own to stop the Mexican and send a very, very big message to those that still doubt him. Tim Zhu, congratulations. Why a performance like that? Why so aggressive early? Why did you just blast Carlos Ocampo out? I've got a question for everyone here. What's my mother? Zoo's win keeps his undefeated record intact and marks the beginning of the runway to his mouth-watering blockbuster unification bout with undisputed light middleweight world champion Jamel Charlo. I've got this interim belt, but I'm not satisfied. I want all four. And it's not just the belts. I, I, I literally just want the name Charlo on my resume. WBO officials have ordered that Charlo must fight Zoo before October 1st or give up his world title belts. So whether Charlo steps into the ring against our man Tim or he opts to give up the belts, either way, he's getting his pants pulled down. Did you guys find a belt? No belts. The St George Illawarra Dragons just can't catch a break this year. After battling away at the wrong end of the NRL ladder, about a month ago, they decided to sack coach Anthony Griffin. You're fired. But they're ready to move forward by handing highly touted Roosters assistant coach Jason Riles his first senior job. Hooray! Except Riles decides instead of being the head coach of the Dragons, he'd rather be an assistant at the Melbourne Storm. But the club bounces back and appoints former Sharks premiership coach Shane Flanagan as the man to lead them out of the mire. And finally, things are looking up for the Big Red V. Hooray! And then on Saturday... We start with breaking rugby league news and a huge blow for the Dragons. Captain Ben Hunt has asked the club for a release. The club's captain and highest paid player Ben Hunt has decided he'd like to explore greener pastures in the final chapter of his career. 
Channel 9's Danny Wilder breaking the story of Hunt's desire to leave. And what's more, he doesn't want to wait until the end of the season. He wants to leave now. Get me out of here! But given that he is contracted to the Dragons until the end of 2025, club CEO Ryan Webb has declared that they have zero intention of granting Hunt his wish of a quick exit. So will you be granting Ben a release from the Dragons, Ryan? No, no, we've got no intention of, of granting that release and, and we've told his management um, exactly that. Webb speaking to Triple M Sunday Sinbin yesterday, but if there's one thing that professional sport has taught us over the past few years, it's that a contract isn't worth the paper it's printed on and if a star wants out, they're getting out. One month out from next month's FINA World Swimming Championships in Japan, Australia officially has a new superfish. Timmis is going to have to find something if she's going to hit the front, but Molly O'Callaghan, five metres to go, Molly's going to get there. Oh, oh, O'Callaghan, what a swim! Now, for those diehard scorecard listeners, you'll remember Molly O'Callaghan appeared as a guest on an early edition of... Remember this name! And I certainly hope you did, because at 19 years of age, Molly O'Callaghan just tore the Australian World Championship trials a new one. O'Callaghan walked away from the meet with the two biggest scalps in Aussie swimming. Last Thursday night, she defeated Ariane Tipness in the Tour de Meter freestyle, and then on Saturday night, she caused an even bigger boil over. This is going to be a fast swim. Molly O'Callaghan coming back too. This is going to be a fight to the very end. Everyone is standing up on their seats. Shayna Jack looking to be just out in front. Emma McKeon, who is it going to be? And it is... Despite a scoreboard malfunction that had O'Callaghan finishing in a tie for second, the teenage star in fact took the win in the women's 100m freestyle, edging out Australia's greatest ever Olympic swimmer Emma McKeon by 0.04 seconds, with Shana Jack only 0.12 seconds behind in third. Missed it by that much. The win books O'Callaghan a spot in the team for the 100 metres at next month's World Championships in Japan, but despite the PB swim, the young Queenslander believes she has more improvement in her. And with the Paris Olympics a little over a year away, we hope she's right. Jordan trying to shake off Starks. Oh, what a move by Jordan! It counts! Michael Jordan hasn't played professional basketball for 20 years, and yet there is still arguably no bigger name in the sport. Michael Jordan, at his best, there's very few people on this planet that can do this. He's just simply amazing. During his professional career, MJ banked $94 million in salary, a relatively humble sum, considering he's now worth a reported $2.2 billion, making him the richest athlete on the face of the planet. Yes, sir. We got more money than David Crockett. The majority of his wealth comes from his partnership with Nike, which includes his own Jordan brand. But having turned 60 earlier this year, his heiress, Michael Jordan, if you can believe it, is about to get a whole lot richer. Coming out of the NBA, league sources told our Adrian Wojnarowski earlier this morning that Michael Jordan is finalizing a sale of the Charlotte Hornets to a group led by Gabe Plotkin and Rick Schnall, ending his 13-year run as majority owner. An agreement is expected to be signed in the coming days, and once the sale is complete, Jordan is expected to keep a minority stake and a presence with the franchise. Yes, Jordan has agreed to sell his majority stake in the NBA franchise, the Charlotte Hornets, for a reported $3 billion, having purchased the team 13 years ago for $275 million. And maybe it's the best-case scenario for everyone, because in his entire run as the majority owner, the Hornets have never won a playoff series under Jordan's guidance. So MJ walks away with $3 billion, and maybe the Hornets win a few more games. Everybody wins. 
And that is your fast, fun hit of sport for today. I'm Liam Flanagan, and make sure you don't miss tomorrow's episode of The Scorecard as we break down the winner of the US Open of golf and maybe, just maybe, celebrate Australia taking a 1-0 lead in the Ashes. Listener.